Hi, everyone, and welcome to our Intermodal Summit. I'm really excited for today's topic on silo data within the global shipping uh, arena. We're actually going to dive into the importance of opening up this data, how it's going to improve everyone's operations, and, and the steps that we need to take in order to get to that point. I'm here today with Akshay Dodeja. He's the co-founder and CEO of Terminal 49. They're a huge player in the industry. They provide ocean visibility uh, service for a number of freight forwarders and large global shippers. Uh, they have a really great dashboard and a very easy to use uh, API. And the best thing about it is that actually has a, a tremendous uh, track record with working with drainage carriers and building his own drainage operation in the past. Um, I could talk about you all day actually, but if you could introduce yourself quickly for our audience and we can dive into today's topic as well. Thanks, Grace, and thanks for having me today. Um, hi, everybody. Uh, my name is Akshay. Uh, as Grace introduced, the and co-founder of Terminal 49. Um, yeah, I mean, you summed it up perfectly. You know, we are an ocean freight visibility company. Uh, we've been around for five years. Got our got our hands dirty building software for trucking companies, then became a trucking service ourselves. Learned a lot from that. And over the last year and a half, uh, we really focused on the data side. Uh, so. Uh, you know, building a software company, building a service company based on our software technology. Um, a lot of our customers really liked it. And they're like, can you provide us this visibility in ports that you don't move shipping containers for? And so we took that uh, feedback from them. And now we are a port to port global ocean freight visibility provider. And in US and Canada, we are also connected with all of the terminals um, and, and are able to provide end to end visibility for all your containers. And I love this because when it, we look at visibility, what we're really saying is we, we're looking at how our global data, trade data is captured and how it's relayed and how it's structured and the standardization of that. And I think sometimes people don't understand where a lot of this current data comes from. Could you dive into where our data is being pulled from now and, and, and how your company has been able to, to create these APIs and, and use that data to drive decision-making? Sure. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the you have so many different, to move a shipping container, you need many different parties to collaborate together, right? Uh, and I, I like to see it as like really to, if you move information efficiently, you move the cargo efficiently. And and you know up until now we've been moving cargo fairly you know we've been moving cargo fairly efficiently but i think we can go a step further so today if you move a container right you you have it's part of a booking or a bill of lading um, and when you make a booking you have multiple containers you know it's going from an origin to a destination um, it's on an ocean carrier uh, it might have a house bill of lading number, it might be your own reference number. And then for each container, you are tracking every milestone. So we get uh, a lot of our data from the ocean carriers. Uh, but then when the vessel is on, uh, the vessel is, you know, uh, on its voyage on the, on the water, uh, you want to track the vessel and figure out what the ETA is going to be to its transshipment location or the final destination. So we, we look at vessel tracking data, AIS data. And then finally, when the uh, container is discharged uh, at a port, um, you know, let's say in Los, Los Angeles or New York, uh, New York, Jersey, uh, you want to know the availability of the container. Uh, does it have any holes or fees, what the last free day is? Uh, in order to effect efficiently pick up the container and deliver it, right? So you, we, we then connect to the terminals to get that data. 
Um, in many cases, we are also, you know, a lot of the ports have their own exchanges, like the Marine Traffic Exchange, for example, in Los Angeles, they have better ETA data. So what we are doing is wherever we can get our hands on data, we take it in, we clean it up, we standardize it, uh, and we push it out to our customers in the way that makes sense. So, you know, when it's on the water, we push out ETA changes. When it's arrived, we push out arrival notifications and 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 other milestones. And we do also do that through our API. So, um, yeah, there's different different, and that's just a starting point. There's a lot of other data data sources. So, you know, we haven't covered rail yet. Uh, we do get some rail milestones from uh, rail care uh, from ocean carriers, but we want to do rail integration directly so we can get the pickup numbers, right? So again, mm -hmm. the our customers don't have to go log into BNSF or CN's website to to do that work, uh, and then. And you also have the the blind spot when the container gets picked up by a drake carrier, by a trucker. What's happening, right? When is it going to get delivered? What's the appointment? Um, and then the delivery itself to the warehouse. People want to know that, right? And yeah. so connecting that at the end of the day, um, I think that's going to really wire up all of the pieces of the container movements. But uh, And then also there's customs, right? Ace. Uh, there's a lot of uh, important information over there in order to properly file paperwork. So I would say that that should cover all your data sources. There are a lot of them, and you know there it's been uh, until now, and it's very challenging to get data access from all of them. So let's dive into that aspect where these silos are occurring. That's really disadvantaging players like yourself who are looking to provide this this better service of visibility. Who and what entities are, are currently siloing their data and, and why do you think that's happening? Why is that hidden away from us? Yeah, I mean I think I think it's a it's a good question in the sense that uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of complexities over there, right? So it's not a it's not a hard problem to solve from a technical standpoint. You have uh, a lot of legacy systems, right? At the end of the day, an ocean carrier, a terminal, a trucking company, even Ace, they're not technology companies, right? Mm -hmm. um, so I think they, and they've been doing business for 20 years, maybe even more, right? A, a lot of them. Um, and so they have methods to give the da data to the cargo owners. Uh, they might have the method to da exchange data uh, to eat with each other. But the standardization of the data has not happened yet uh, at the source level, right? Um, and so it's really expensive. You could actually do it. You could go to every carrier and terminal and ACE and try to make connections with each and every It's very expensive to do that, right? You have to really have, you have to have the know-how and, and the cash to be able to spend probably hundreds of thousands, if not millions, to make all the connections. Um, so I think that's been the challenge, the cost of integration, because you have so many different data formats. Uh, and then running that infrastructure has also been hard. So if you are maybe an Amazon, you might be able to do it. And believe me, believe me, like Amazon doesn't even have like every single connection to every, every it's a very hard problem. But if you're the 99% of the, the customers that are not, that's not your core business, you're not going to build this infrastructure yourself. So I think that's the main uh, challenge today. Um, I do believe that carriers and terminals and even ACE and, and trucking companies are willing to open up their, uh, uh, you know, data silos, so to speak, or uh, the data that they have that's important for the, the leg of the journey. Uh, but I think, you know, companies like us will help pull, bring that data out uh, and make it more easily accessible to everybody, not just like the big companies, but also like somebody who's moving 
10 containers a month, right? So you, you want to ha- you want to have efficiency across the board. Definitely. Um, what would need to change in order for that to to be more accessible? Is there ways that it could be not as expensive or easier to access? Um, like in a perfect world, you run the world, right? And you get to make these choices. Uh, how how would you make this more accessible to players like yourself? Yeah, uh, I think the server, the 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 nodes and the service providers need to embrace uh, the philosophically be open to sharing data, right? Yeah. And then and then uh, also lean into it. Right, so we do see Maersk and you know CMA opening up their APIs. APM has an API to get access to the data, so that's a really good first step. Um, and I think the old ways of doing it, which is only give access to the parties that are on the bill, right? Uh, yeah. That becomes. I, I understand why that 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 is a way just for security, but I think uh, we need to move beyond that and open it up. Uh, to any party that wants that data, right? Even the third-party logistics company, like you have visibility provider. All, all we're trying to, all these companies are just trying to help the end customer, right? So, um, I think there's a philosophical uh, lean-in happening, and then there's a technical lean-in that needs to happen. And I think that's going to. So every ocean carrier, big small, needs to do this. Every terminal needs to do this. Uh, the TMS providers on the on the trucking side, they need to have uh, open APIs, not EDI because it's too expensive. Uh, and and uh, you know even Ace already does it. I think they can they can make it make it easier for people to get this data. But I think of all these parties, make it easier. Then visibility service providers like us can take all of those things together uh, and build a service on top of it. Because believe it or not, even if you open up the APIs, a trucking company or a freight forwarder, they don't want to be in the business of running that infrastructure to take all this data from 50 different sources, maybe 100 different sources, and mm-hmm. run that software infrastructure because it's very complicated to do that. Definitely. You know, it's interesting, too, if you think about it, like blocking that off and just having the people that are on the um, bills able to access that it's almost like it seems anti-productive towards sales. Like if you're able to open up that data and I can see that, for instance, like CMA is, is has better rates or, or even better like uh, on-time performance. Well, I'm going to want to go with you um, to, to move my shipments. But in order to make that decision, I'm going to need access to your data and I'm going to need providers showing me that you have better on-time performance than others, right? So I think it's, you almost see this even in the trucking. I think the trucking industry is already on this wave where it's like, you know what, hiding all this information isn't helping us. And we could actually look at it differently and, and, and improve our our sales model with this visibility. And so I just think that it's an interesting concept to hide that when there's so many factors that are positive that I would I would hope would outweigh the security aspect of things, right? Yeah, I think the clock is ticking on that. Um, so, you know, uh, a lot of drayage carriers, even carriers, I would say they uh, they're not completely transparent about the movements of a cargo, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and more importantly, not making it easily accessible. 
right? So it's kind of the flip side of the same coin, transparency and accessibility. Uh, and and they don't want to know certain milestones or where the trucker is because they think, you know, the the customer is going to keep calling them. But I, I, I think the service providers need to uh, take a leap of faith on customers that customers don't really need, want to pick up the phone and call them. They just want to know what's happening. Yeah. Um, and they are okay with getting exception notification as long as there's communication. So with the data visibility, you know, a truck can be like, hey, I'm running late through, you know, a text message or, or an email. And we've actually built this in our, when we're running the grade service, uh, not only you would know as a trucker or an ocean uh, or a, a cargo owner, like a wine importer in the Bay Area, um, every cargo, uh, every milestone that happens, the, 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 the uh, cargo owner would receive it. So the wine importer is like, okay, the container's available, container's picked up, right? Mm -hmm. And so now they know what's happening they're sending less messages to the trucker and us at the middleman. So that means less waste of time, right? And the trucker can actually focus on doing the job. And the second is if the trucker needs to, or the cargo needs to send a message, they just send it through our platform and everybody gets it. So now it's not like, okay, did you see the email or did I send the right person? You know, all of all the parties are privy, are privy to what's happening. And I think we have pro proven that in a small scale uh, and People want to focus on their business, right? They don't. They're not trying to be nosy in what's happening in your business, as long as they know yeah. what's what's happening. Um, and so I think that it it's again going back to what I said. It's a matter of time that all of this visibility is out more in the open with companies like us and and a lot of other service uh, visibility providers and and freight forwarders who are leading into this. Um, and there's going to be a lot much more competitive environment because of that. The people who provide the best service win. That's that's yeah. you know the American way and like you know the global way I would I'd say I would say as well right and 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 I think service business is already very competitive um, and I think it's going to hold everybody accountable as well that that what's happening with your cargo. A hundred percent. It's you worded it perfectly, and it's like when when I hear the response of like maybe security or something like being an issue. It's like, <laughs> yeah, the companies that want this data have. Uh, the least amount of cares in that area. So we're not trying to steal anything, anything. We're just trying to figure out what partner is going to help us make the better decisions in our company. And you touched on it lightly, but I think it's interesting to d dive into how this would affect um, specifically drayage carriers and people that you've worked with, but even just some of like customers, right? Like the decision-making behind where they're going to buy certain goods or, you know, how they're going to uh, uh, push out different uh, sales or product initiatives. Um, could you dive into the, some of the examples that we've talked about in the past of, of how this open data could, could help a lot of the, the final mile decision-making? Yeah, I think there's many layers to this. Uh, if you look at it as an end customer, like you and I, right? Uh, and maybe speaking for myself, like I, I feel like if I'm getting a product faster, I tend to buy more, right? Yeah. There's other problems with that, but you know, yeah. it, it, it's like it's just a more consumerism. But hey, there's more business. There's more. There's more. Uh, you know, uh, trade that's happening. So mm -hmm. if we trickle that down to the service layer, uh, I I believe that we're going to see more freight activity, right? And so, it, because it's like a top-down thing, is if I get my crate and barrel furniture much faster with much more visibility, 
then uh, I have a much better experience with Brand, Brand Barrel, right? I'm not like, oh man, I don't know if I'm going to buy with this company again. It's been nine months. I'll look somewhere else, right? So yeah. I think across the board that trickles down. Uh, so sure, there's macro effects of you know uh, uh, you know disruptions that can happen, but I think overall, uh, if cargo vis the visibility to cargo makes the cargo move much more efficiently, and the cost of it goes down. Uh, we've we've seen that you know hard costs such as demerge or per diem that a lot of folks are incurring today. Uh, that's going to go down when you know what's happening. So you can, you know, you can nudge the person uh, that the, the containers that are at the highest risk, you can take action on that rather than like figuring out which container should I focus on. Um, and then I think on the service layer, you get to have less customer support requests, mm -hmm. right? Um, shorter turnaround times, right? That means you can move, you have more, uh, your resource frees up faster as a trucker. Right, uh, and I think more utilization, which I think we're we're gonna we're gonna get to. This is happening on the over the road trucking now with you know convoy and Uber freight and all those coming. You have no, less bobtailing that's going on. Um, we are still majority, you know, eighty plus percent uh, of the return containers uh, or you know container drop and pick is bobtailing. So I I think truckers will make a lot more money. Yeah, we'll get there. We will get there. Uh, and and I think that. There's only plus sides of, of, of opening up this data and, and having more visibility, not just for the cargo owners, but for also the service providers. Uh, and then, you know, I, I think we've seen, if you kind of take the Shopify analogy, we can start, people are starting businesses without having to spend a lot of money. Yes. You can get, you can ship your product, you know, easily. You can get paid easily through multiple sources. You can set up a store. Uh, and you can do it as a one-man person, right? Yeah. It's a one-man shop. You don't have to hire anybody. And truckers, uh, I feel like the owner-operator model will actually, people can lean into more. You have cheaper software. Accounting is getting taken now. You have better customer support. So all you have to do is take your phone and drive uh, and, do more, and do more business and hopefully get more business. So I think there's many benefits uh, across the chain at many different layers that overall, at the end of the day, will improve the customer experience and make it cheaper for them. But also, I think improve the the you know uh, the business for each and every stakeholder in in uh, in the space. I totally agree. I always tell people I think that data is the source to really equality and this even playing field that will allow everyone to compete with even the, the big guys. So, you know, I really appreciate you being with us today, Akshay, and uh, I'm hoping that we'll have you on on more events in the future. You're such an interesting mind when it comes to this area. And uh, other than that, everyone, thank you for tuning in to the summit and we appreciate you stopping by and, and have a great day. <laughs> Thanks so much, Grace, and have a good day. Bye-bye.